the fire. We have in America a situation that many times we don't even recognize that is America, but it's nothing compared with what what will happen if we don't stand up. Because when we don't speak, we have become part of the problem. So please be encouraged and speak up right now when we have the time and opportunity to speak up because with God's help, we can turn this country around. Welcome to Through the Fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. The doctors are in. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Through the Fire, where we tackle the tough issues of the day, knowing that God always sustains us and provides all that we need to be able to face and be successful in every single day. Going forward, listen, I want to say very quickly that Dr. Gregory is not here in the studio today. It's just me, myself, and I. Uh, he is in Washington, D.C. right now at the steps of the Supreme Court for the big um, decisions that the court will be making regarding pro-life. So I want to introduce, without any hesitation here and great um, gratitude, a very special woman that I had the privilege of meeting two years ago. She is an amazing walking testimony to leaning into God during difficult times. And her name is Virginia Prodan. Virginia, welcome to my program, and thank you so much for being here. Can you go ahead and just introduce yourself, please? Dr. Marisha, thank you so very much for having me. And yes, I do have a powerful story because I have a powerful God who wrote his story in my life, and he is still writing his story in my life. And you know what? If you, the one who listen, will let God write his story in your life, your life will never be the same. That is absolutely correct. And I have to say, um, you did an, a beautiful book. And I have to tell you, this book is, I bought several copies of it. I have handed them out. I actually gave away the one that you signed for me, so I need to get another one. But this book, I tell you, it should be made into a film because you have adventure, you have romance, you have intrigue, you have mystery, you have struggle, and you have this heroine who is, it, it reads like a fictional book, but it isn't. It is your life. And and it's all true. And it's about faith and, and how your faith grew and the people that were all around you that God put in the path, like Nestor and different people, Anyway, the book is called, for the listeners here, is Facing My Assassin. Saving Saving. My Assassin. Sorry, Saving Saving My My, Assassin. assassin. Saving My Assassin. And I really encourage you, you can pick it up on Kindle, through Kindle, or you can do a card copy book or softback. Anyway, you can visit her website at... um, it's virginiaprodanbooks.com, and you can buy also the book from there. And what I do is I uh, I uh, sign the book. Oh, Freedom is precious, <laughs> and I I will put your name on it. And lots of people love love that. Yes, love that. Virginiaprodanbooks.com. I wanted to make sure yes. to mention that because I really really encourage people to buy this book. 
And don't just buy one, buy at least another one, buy two. You need to give it as a gift. You will not be sorry. You can't put it down. I'm telling you right now. So Virginia, um, your life is incredible. Can you just please share a little bit about that? Like I said, it's incredible because uh, uh, I let God write his story in my life. It wasn't easy. It wasn't, in fact, when people will read Saving My Assassin, mm -hmm. the, they will think that my childhood, uh, several of them approached me and told me they feel like my childhood was worse than Cinderella. And it's true. Yes. It really is yes. true. But God was not asleep. Mm -hmm. He allowed that to happen in order to create in me that strong determination, um, desire to, to um, overcome the obstacles in order for me to do what he wanted me to do. So I, I want to say it. Sometimes people say in their life, I don't have this and I don't have that and everything. Listen to me. I didn't have, and I don't have everything that I think that I want right now. I have exactly what God wants me to have. And it's so easy for us to look back in our life and say, wow, look how God took something that I thought that I don't have and transform it into something absolutely amazing. In fact, I will talk with you about several things and I pointed out in my memoir, Saving My Assassin, to prove it to you that things that I didn't have, God transformed them yes. into something so special. Yes. I, it, that's very true. When you say Cinderella, I have to say I agree with you. Even in the book, you never say, why me? You're always seeking truth. You're seeking answers. Always asking. You're always, it's amazing to me how, how, how the Lord worked in you, seriously has worked in you in your life and continues to do so. You're a person mm -hmm. that's, that continues to want to grow and help. And the thing of it is, is that everybody you meet, you're always an encourager. You're, you encourage them so much. Uh, because uh, when you encourage someone, you encourage yourself too. Your, your words are powerful and they touch you first. Mm -hmm. Instead of waking up or and, and seeing circumstances like we see right now in America, worse and worse, you have two choices. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, Lord, I don't want to live like me. Oh, I don't want to live under socialist again. Mm -hmm. I pay the price when I live in Romania. Or you can say, Lord, what do you want me to do? There yes. are two different, two opposite positions. Mm -hmm. And you can be a victim, why That's me? Right. Or you can say, how can I help someone else? And when you help someone else, you help yourself too. That's absolutely true. Can I ask you something? Because this is, for you, it wasn't just one instance where you were facing fear. And that's why I always say facing your assassin, because it's facing fear instead of saving. But I, you ended up saving your assassin as well. But that they, they should buy the book to read that because it's an incredible story. But my question to you is, because you had so many times where you had to face, you didn't have to, you had a choice, you could have just run away, you could have collapsed. Or How do you do that? How did you find the strength, Virginia? I found the strength. It's so interesting to me, uh, looking back, or even for people that will read my book, Saving My Assassin, they will realize that I, I, 
I have that strength or I look for strength in everything around me, even before I knew Christ. I remember uh, as uh, one of my chapters starts and saying it was 5.30 in the morning and as a child, um, I was first grade or something, I was sent to work mm-hmm. outside of home. Yes, I remember. And it, it was cold, it, not not cold, like it was summertime. But I remember looking up at the sun and feeling the warmth of the sun and saying, I feel like the warmth of the mother that I never had. Yes. That never, never, never hugged me. But looking at the sun, I felt like somebody is watching over me. Somebody is loving me. So if you really look for strength, in my case, I'm amazed because, and God says that he will pursue us mm-hmm. long before we find him. Mm-hmm. Finally, we respond. Mm-hmm. So look around you and see in the nature. Yes, in, in his creation. Uh, yes. His creation in a song of a bird. Maybe God has a message for you yes. and that will strengthen you. And somebody listen to my story. Maybe that is, you know, what God wants you to hear the story and find him as the power, the strength of every single person in life. That's amazing. What you said about even finding strength in the song of a bird, because there's a there's books that talk about prisoners uh, during the Nazi in yes. prison camps that would look at little ants and at birds and they would that would sustain them. They, those, yes, those, exactly. Those little lives that God has built in all around us that we take for granted don't even notice. That is so true. And also that is another another way for for myself, and I'll give example for myself, was because I, I really believe relates to a lots of people today, mm-hmm. is even in a situation that they were not right or correct, mm-hmm. like seeing my parents being politically correct outside of home and giving the government all their rights and whispering inside of home how horrible the government was. That situation in itself created an insecurity in me as a child. Mm-hmm. But also I realized that also created a fire in me, oh. a desire to find why people don't speak the truth mm-hmm. and to find the truth and speak up for the truth. That's right. So for you, as you watch, you might look around and say, this is not done correctly. Mm-hmm. This needs to be changed or we have to return to what is good or something. Guess what? That might be your mission. Mm -hmm. That might be why God put you here, Mm -hmm. put the skills and talents. Mm -hmm. Because please believe me, just because I speak and I am on this interview, I'm not better than you. Mm -hmm. God created me for a purpose and God created you for a purpose. Mm -hmm. He gave you skills and talent and position in your neighborhood, in your family, in your business, in your community, in your school to use them Mm -hmm. to change 
change the world. God mm-hmm. helped me and use me to change Romania. Yes. Going, going through horrible circumstances. But today, God is calling each one of us, wherever we are, to change America back to what we knew America, honoring God, staying strong on his principles and giving, uh, living our faith mm-hmm. every single day, no matter what people will say, mm-hmm. uh, no matter the cost, because for me, I had to pay yes. um, a, a big yeah. price for, uh, you know, being strong and courageous under socialists and communists. Oh, you certainly did. And in great fear and you didn't know what was coming, and they were constantly coming at you. You know, I have to say, I love what you just said, that each one of us has the ability to, to make a difference, right? And we sh- it's a call yes. to make a difference. It's, it's as a, a child of God, it's an obligation, but it's a joyful one. And we, we need to, to use our skills and our, and our voices and, and our pens, you know, and write and whatever, whatever our giftings are, we need to use those, especially in times like this right now. This is so important. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It is. And if we don't do it, we are going to lose it. Because you will yes. find in my book that I said several times, fear and faith are contagious. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a fear of God, but replace that with fear of men, that fear will pull you down mm-hmm. to accommodate them and to do everything and you will lose mm-hmm. because when you f- have the fear of God, God will give you strength mm-hmm. to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And I experienced that when I was in the interrogation room where yes. I was followed by secret police. Where, where they pushed I was you. Under, and... Yes, exactly. Into the intersection mm-hmm. to create the appearance of an accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was under horrible circumstances circumstances, but God gave me strength and protected me. So for all who are wondering or fearful, for the bottom of my heart, I'm asking you, choose fear of God. Over fear of man. Yeah. Not fear of man. And you will be able to do in God's power your mission. Amen. I have to say one of the things in your book that, and I'm I'm not going to share because I really want people to go out and get it. But what um, um, details? But I want to say one of the things um, that is so amazing to me in reading it. Uh, and there's a quote you put in there: "A creation of God with an immortal soul who needed to know the love of God shown in Jesus." You you were able to look at people that were threats to you, great threats, and to tell yourself that in the midst of that fear yes. and knowing they were there to harm you. It's incredible. It's just amazing and incredible. Because only God can do this. Mm -hmm. I have to say, you know, as a lawyer under under communist, I had everything that you might say humanly possible. I had custom furniture. I had a place that the government gave me because uh, to rent because under socialists and communists that is not private property. I had clothes that I was able to buy from uh, you know very important and expensive places. I had a nanny to take care of my, my kids. Absolutely everything that I wanted but there was nothing Mm -hmm. because I didn't have freedom. Mm-hmm. I was a puppet in government's hand. And for that reason, 
I was in fire to find the truth and to find the freedom. And when I found Christ, because one of my clients invited me to church and the pastor came and opened the Bible and said, Jesus Christ said, I am the truth, the way and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except to me. I realized that Christ is the truth. Mm -hmm. You don't find the truth in the law books, Mm -hmm. but Christ is the truth. And I realized that God guided me, put the fire in me to find the truth and to find him the truth mm-hmm. and he had a mission mm-hmm. in my life to defend christian and human rights oh, yes. cases yes. under a dictator that declared himself god yes. it was very dangerous but when you know that god is the one who sent you to that mission mm-hmm. you don't have the blueprint no no matter how many times you ask, because I ask, (laughs) so don't try. You will have step by step and you will be able to see miracles Mm -hmm. and and situation where the promise from the Bible became alive Mm -hmm. and also what God is asking us to do, love your enemies, Mm -hmm. enemies, becomes real Mm -hmm. in God's power, you will be able to love your enemies. Yes. And for you, I I, I saw that throughout the book. And I also, because you were at the time a mother of two girls, young girls, and so you would think, if this happens to me, what will happen to my daughters? So that's a human part of you, right? That initial reaction. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then you would fall into, well, if the Lord's asking me to do this, he will take care of my children. It will be okay. And so you, you have that human thing, but then you... You focus again, the focus goes to God and off of man. And then you were able yes. to do it. It was, it's amazing. It really is. But God also used my own kids to encourage me. Yes. I know, uh, I remember we were under house arrest and um, we didn't have too much food and I gave food to the girls. And uh, one time I believed that I I was tired mm-hmm. and the girls were able to read on my face mm-hmm. and they came to, to my ears mm-hmm. and they whispered to me because we have microphones mm-hmm. everywhere. And they said to me, mom, let's sing some Christian songs so those people who are listening might know about Christ yes yes so it's amazing how God God works and encourages you and and puts you on uh and also I remember in the interrogation room as uh, they were beating me and and he uh, they hit my uh, my uh, my head uh, on on the, on table. the table and uh, on and they will hit me to the walls and sometimes it was so hard to breathe. I remember uh, telling them, full of blood and pain, I don't like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I know God loves you, yes. and I choose to love you. Yeah. And they will turn their heads, uh, crying cry. because they didn't know what what to do with me. No, and you realize those are just human people yeah. that God created mm-hmm. for His glory, mm-hmm. but they are slaves in mm-hmm. the evil's mm-hmm. tent. Yes, and God is using you. He used me, used me to show his love so he can bring them yes. to, to the cross. Yes. It's, it's an amazing opportunity. And I'm not saying that it's easy, no. but uh, 
it's it's the most important call of your life and you will see god's power you will see god's miracles and you will hear god walking with you whispering and you you might might think that i'm crazy that's okay (laughs) i was called worse than that but i can feel i can smell god's presence yes Yes. To me, it's absolutely amazing. He is real. He, is, he real. is more real than I'm real to you. Oh, he is very real. And I, I have to say, all of your children are are followers of Christ, and they and your son mm-hmm. served in the military, and yes, yes, mm-hmm. and and that you raised them in, in God's word, and and they are wealth. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are. Yeah. Great assets and testimonies. I'm I'm very grateful for that, but I am very grateful for what the Lord did with my assassin. Mm-hmm. Because after years of of um, uh, in, interrogating me and taking me the government to, to court every single day, and you know mm-hmm. uh, doing horrible things to me, uh, and that was because. At that time, I did not know Mm -hmm. that many of my cases Mm -hmm. that I defended Christian and human rights cases became part of the United (laughs) Nations reports on human rights violations and also part of United States Department of States Mm -hmm. of human rights violations. Mm -hmm. And what happened is, uh, unknown to me, but known to the entire world, I expose Mm -hmm. the dictator to the entire world. So you can imagine that he was ready to stop me. And at one point he decided to kill me. And he sent a so-called client to my office because they had microphones everywhere. They knew my whereabouts. So he came really, really late at day, exactly when my uh, assistant Mm -hmm. had only time to introduce him to my office and she left for the day mm-hmm. and as he heard her leaving the office he pulled his jacket took his gun and pointed to my face and said i'm here to kill you mm-hmm. and Amazing. he was so joyful and he was so telling me how he's gonna be number one in dictator's yes. uh, team because yes. he will he will do this this job and so forth and mm-hmm. I, my my knees were shaking, mm-hmm. my heart, I heard my heart in my ears. Mm-hmm. I was trembling. I, I was convinced that he's going to kill me. Yeah. But I also heard the Lord saying, share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And as I shared the gospel with him, he noted several times. He put his gun on, on the table and his shoulders relaxed. Mm-hmm. And to make the story short, he accepted Christ. Yes, it's incredible because he talks about how proud he was being doing the work and the yes. torturing that he did. He was proud yeah. of it. He actually thought, yes. how could he make you more frightened? What method yes. would he use to frighten yes, you the most? Exactly. But not only that, years later, mm-hmm. because when I came to America, I didn't know English and mm-hmm. I learned English and I went back to law school and now I'm an attorney, American yes. attorney. Years later, he Amazing. came to my law office in Dallas, Texas. And when he came, he came with a real case. He mm-hmm. had a case, but I didn't recognize him oh, until he showed me his uh, ID, the Securitate ID, and for a second, it was like reliving that moment again. Mm-hmm. And as he, as I shared with him that I'm writing my memoir, he asked me oh. to 
let him write a chapter in in my book <laughs> and now you find in yes. in my in this this yes. book saving my assassin you find his chapter yes. and it's so important for you to read it mm-hmm. i have so many people saying i read his chapter mm-hmm. several times yes and i that changed my life too oh. because he explains how as a young person mm-hmm. he was captured by free 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 stuff mm-hmm. like we have right now in america what the government said yes. and how slowly and surely they made a monster out of yes. him because for every single uh, year or event he had to do more horrible things and would... everything mm-hmm. in order for to, to be elevated or to keep the job mm-hmm. and how he place uh, evidence mm-hmm. in people's house in order for for him to arrest them and kill them yes. and so forth I, it is but he also explained how god changed his oh, life big time changed him he yes. changed him very much yes yes, yes. so yes. I, I i advise you to yes. to read to read the entire book but also to read um his his chapter two it's so important for people today to understand yes, yes we have in America a situation that many times we don't even recognize mm-hmm. that is America. Mm-hmm. But what is right now is just, I, I will say people make fun of us, try to marginalize us, but it's nothing mm-hmm. compared with what is happened. What will happen if we don't stand like up? Mm-hmm. What Yes, what persecution is. In fact, I, I will say, if you if you read the book, read chapter three three times. It's a story of my uncle. Yes. That you might be in the same situation that my uncle was many years ago. It was just like uh, like in Romania. It was just the way mm-hmm. it is right now mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. and he was too fearful mm-hmm. to speak up. He yes. had his own business. Everything was, he thought, why shall I speak? Mm-hmm. They will they will take me away. I will lose my job and everything. And guess mm-hmm. what? He decided to go six months or a year to London and to mm-hmm. do different things and everything, mm-hmm. thinking that everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, when he returns, the socialists conquer Romania. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't speak, mm-hmm. we have become part of the problem. We do. And the the socialists will just extend mm-hmm. and when he started to speak they came the socialist guards came mm-hmm. to his office mm-hmm. took him and put him in the uh psychiatric mm-hmm. hospital oh that's right calling yeah, calling crazy. him crazy mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and he 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 took his uh they took his uh, his business mm-hmm. so Please be encouraged mm-hmm. and speak up right now mm-hmm. when we have the time and opportunity to speak up because with God's help, we can turn this country around. Absolutely. And I want to say to our listeners, if you are in a book club, want to start a book club, want to just even have something to get together with, at the back side of this book, there are talking points about the book. So she even guides you through the book how you can, so everyone can contribute. You do not have to, you know, if you're an introvert or, or you don't like to have to do any of that, you can just follow along in the book. It's an incredibly well-written book. And I'm telling you, Kevin Sorbo and uh, Gary Hall and uh, 
Gary Solomon and Chuck Consolman, you all need to make a film on her life. All, let's have a competition. Which one of you are going to do it? You need to do it. <laughs> and so please pick up her book, Saving My Assassin. Many, many times I have to say, I can't promise to anyone, but many times people have a big group. They buy books for, for the book club. They buy books for others. And sometimes I, when they have it on Zoom, I just will come for, for a few minutes and just say hi or uh, respond to, uh, to the questions and everything. Now, I cannot promise to everyone because not. I want to be, I want to be uh, honest and mm-hmm. I don't want people to say, oh, you promised, no, but I no. will do my best. Oh, you're, you're delightful. Best. I'm just so honored to have you here. I know you're a very, very busy woman and God bless you with your work, your mission work as well. I know you're all oftentimes, you know, called to do commentary on Fox and other uh, networks. And I'm so honored and I'm so grateful to have this time with you, Virginia. And you're, I you're amazing. I just want to say, I just want to say one last thing to, to American people. Mm-hmm. When I came to America 33 years ago, I came empty handed Mm -hmm. because um, the government took everything from us. I knew five languages, but not one word in English. Mm -hmm. I had two girls with me under 10 years old, and I was pregnant with my son who was born. um, We came in November, and he was born in July next year. Uh, We came as a family, and my husband was with us, but shortly he uh, left us, and I found myself in a foreign country, no English, no money to take care of three kids. Mm -hmm. But God helped me and my kids, I learned English. I went back to law school. I uh, um, opened my own law firm. Mm-hmm. And my girls, the first one graduated from the same school like me, SMU. Mm-hmm. My second daughter from Harvard Law School and my son from United States Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. And I speak, I uh, uh, wrote Saving My Assassin and I speak uh, all over the world. Yes, you do. And I want to say America is the best country in the world. It's the country that offers everyone to work hard and rebuild your life. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it that way. We as Americans, we brought Christ and freedom all over the world. It's time and our responsibility to bring Christ and freedom back to America. And that's the reason why we are here. That's right. Amen. So join our team. We are with God in the winning team. God never lost a battle. No matter what you see around, God is the one who is winning the battle just by faith. Mm -hmm. Be part of the team and stand up for freedom and for Christ. Amen. Thank you so much, Virginia. You have a blessed day. And just thank you for blessing us and blessing me. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Mary, for giving me an opportunity. Your work is so important because you gave me an opportunity to share who God is and what God can do in our lives. So I appreciate your work and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. So I want to thank Virginia for joining us today and sharing uh, a bit of her story. Again, I want to encourage you all to run out and buy that book. On, it's available in Kindle or in hard copy, Virginia Prodan, Saving My Assassin. And remember, there are two kinds of fire in the world, the one that burns and consumes and the one that burns and empowers. 
May God grant you the strength to face any fire. Until next time, little embers, I'm Marie. See you soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media. FamilyVisionMedia.org